fuck he's doing, but we're back. <laughs> Episode 53. He's looking like a headless chicken on the street. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Anyway, we're back at it again. White Vans. Jesus, man. How you doing, bro? That was like, have you seen Shrek 4? Not even Shrek 4, the first Shrek. Like, right. when he... Like in someone's face and there's like wind coming out of his mouth and like people are like getting blown away and there's like I was like that intro hit me like a ton of bricks and I was just checking <laughs> I was looking at the audio level seeing all the red lights across the <laughs> the interface ding 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 I was like Jesus I was, was hitting every level mate From every top level after last me. week I told you <laughs> I mean, you know exactly why that happened you can't expect me to be here in the studio, soundproof room, going, let me just be quiet like I was last time. I'd just become accustomed to it, I suppose. After one episode, <laughs> one one episode in my house, you're like, yeah, I'm accustomed to that. I didn't know. I Let's thought, do that. I thought <laughs> maybe he'd carry you're it on. You're wrong, bitch. You're wrong. I thought maybe you'd carry it on. I didn't know what you were going to do. Um, I, I'm a fucking... What did I tell you? I'm a trickster. A, pan a, like, man, a, you're, you're, a man with every trade in the game. You're a pan-like trickster. That's right. And don't you <laughs> fucking forget it. What is this? 53? It's 53, yeah. Wow. You're not keeping, you're not keeping count, bro. I when always you edit count. them, it changes things. You get lost in the source. You get lost in the... You know, but every episode that you are editing... You know what episode that's editing for? Because, like, you're not going to go for a different I've, number. I've got, like, I'm working on music. I'm working on, like, loads of things. Like, you know what I'm like? This is just the podcast we did this week. That's how I end up seeing it. But this is number 53. Yeah, you can't see that. Well, you got to be excited by it being 53. The next week, 54. Week after that, 55. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I like be excited about it. You're going, oh, no, it's just the podcast we did this week. No, no, it's, it's, I'm, I like doing dope things. I, I understand. So Remembering I a number be isn't it. that hard. I like sometimes, you know, sometimes like you, you just let it go by and then you're like, oh my God, we're at 75. You know what I mean? I'm a, mar <laughs> I'm a milestone guy. I'm a milestone But I say it every time. Every intro, even last week's, I always say it. You're like... Um, I know exactly what number we're at. You're appreciating the journey. Yeah. That's what you're doing. And I, I like to I like to bookmark the journey. I, it means that every every journey we've had, there's been a like you know there's a there's a break in between, regardless of whether it's a week, a month, a year, yeah. whatever you know. <clears throat> no, it's, uh, there's there's definitely something to more less speed, more haste. Which one do you think I am? I think everyone approaches things differently. And I think you're more speed... Less haste. ...with some things, and then the other way around for other things. You know? Right, okay. So, give me an example of the two. Well, it comes from the old proverb of the hare and the tortoise. Um, no, 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 I get, no, I get that. I mean, I, you're saying there's two sides, speed, haste. I get it. Which one do I do for one bit and which one do I um, no, Like one of each, not like... Okay. <laughs> you rush, you, you've got more speed and less haste uh, meeting new people. But you've got more haste and less speed playing chess. You're very good at playing chess. You take a lot of time. <laughs> I can see that you're like taking about it. you're taking the long route. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's. I feel like I pulled two pretty good examples. Out that, the they're there. pretty. Yeah, they're pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I do. Like I, I ain't, I ain't judging it. You know what I mean? Like I agree with you. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But do you, what about with the podcast? Would you what? Would you think do I have more speed or more haste or both? Well, it seems like you're <clears throat> appreciating the. You know, each number that we do, each increment up the ladder to, towards where, wherever we're, the final destination is for this podcast. When we, what do you mean? That's death. 
Well, for me. Yeah, that, but that's what I mean. Something might happen. We don't know when death's going to come. No, Something no. Something tragic could happen. Of course, of course. I, I, I understand that. I, I see the logic in that. Which might be good for the podcast in retrospect if one of us died. Like, if we got to, like, episode... Imagine if we got to, like, episode 99 and then one of us fell off a cliff. <laughs> you couldn't do anything else. It's just all of a sudden we're falling off a cliff. You couldn't think of, like, getting just back. one of us. How many cliffs are we near that we could fall out? Oh. I've been near some cliffs in the past 12 months at least that I could have been injured if I fell off them, for sure. No, no, but yeah, I understand, but from here to 99. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like, don't know where we're going to go. True. We, true. We've podcasted from all sorts of locations over, uh -huh. the, over the years, and I'm sure, I hope, the locations only get more varied, and I don't mind a bit of danger. I'll do a podcast. <laughs> danger! Danger! <laughs> How voltage? I'm glad you, you followed through with, with that. I, I'll do I, was gonna, I was gonna let you do it, but you were like... So I was like you okay. want me to do the... No, no, no. The voices was, in that song was, are so over the top. They're like, no, danger! <laughs> like, they're like crazy. I was, you said, I'm so glad you followed through. I was gonna let you do that bit. Like hey, they have voltage. Old, yeah. yeah, but you didn't and you like so it, I just said it. It knew. took me off guard. <laughs> I didn't expect you to say I said I like a bit of danger and you were danger. <laughs> I didn't expect that. That hits me, bro. I'd do a podcast in a jungle. I'd do some high stake podcasting. Um mm, I mean yeah that that's fine, but a jungle under, seems under the sea. A jungle under the sea. A podcast under the sea. I thought you just said a jungle. I'm like, are you thinking of fucking Atlantis? Like, that's not a jungle. It's a fucking Hang on, so you're trying to tell me that if you get a jungle and fill it full of water, it's not a jungle anymore? No, no, I'm not saying that at all. Because if you... If you put... The rainforest on the water, Amazon rainforest. Yeah, right. Fully submerged in the yeah. water. All them fucking trees. Mm -hmm. That's not gonna be. That's not. There's still trees, right? It's still a but jungle like, in Atlantis. <laughs> when I thought you said Atlantis, <clears throat> um, that's coral, which is not a tree. Hang on. Is coral a tree? Um. Regardless of what coral actually is, how do you have specifics of what Atlantis was made of? That's my question. The famous mythical land. You seem to have some insider information that it was mostly made of coral. No, no, no. Not that... I, oh, I'm not sure what they were made out of, but, like, if they're, they're under the sea, they're going to be more near coral than trees. <laughs> There's not going to be trees submerging. There were... It's like the principle of Atlantis is that it was once above it land. Grow, it wouldn't grow as a tree. I understand, yeah, but then it fell. It did sink. That was yeah. some sort of situation, right? Um, over the decades, over the fucking centuries, that's that's coral. There's no trees growing. I don't know. Sea. I don't know if sunken trees turn into coral. I don't know if that. that I sign, never said that. I don't know if that science is good, but um, I didn't say that. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> I didn't say that. You, when did I say that trees turn into coral? Well, you've bought coral up. I yeah. didn't bring coral up. You, you bought coral up. I know, I understand that. But you just said that the math of trees turning into coral. I, I didn't bring that up. I just said that if it was an underwater um, city, which was submerged, after the centuries... It would be coral growing, not trees. I don't think trees are growing underwater, bro. <laughs> I think there's some information that we're missing regarding uh, <laughs> the life of plants underwater and what happens when you fully submerge plants. That I don't know what happens there because plants do grow in fish tanks 
there are plants that you can put in fish tanks and there are plants that you can grow in fish tanks. And then there obviously are areas of rainforest that you'd call like, um, I don't know, like they're all bogged up. You know, it's like knee knee deep water or like waist deep water and like all the trees keep growing. So basically what I'm asking is, well, I guess I, I know that plants... There are plants in the sea. Plants yeah. live in the sea. Through a process called photosynthesis yep. that requires oxygen and sunlight That's and right. H2O, I believe. I may have added an element there, but I'm pretty sure they need those three things to live water, sunlight, and oxygen. And if you are surrounded by water all the time, I'm pretty sure that negates oxygen and that's why we can't breathe down there. So that is probably the issue with putting a full tree underwater. That it can't get up. I'd imagine. Yeah, that's why it wouldn't grow. That's why it wouldn't grow. In yeah, um, that's what. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Logical. Great. Yeah, um, but I wasn't talking about Atlantis. <laughs> no, no, we you. <laughs> so, um, but we we did talk about it. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. I, what about I, the sea of Atlantis? I'm always down. I hope, I'm no, always I, down to talk about Atlantis. I hope Aquaman's real. I mean, my knowledge of Atlantis, uh, yours, I think, comes mostly from Aquaman, doesn't it? No. Um, oh, what is it? What mythology is it? You know, I like fucking reading about fucking mythology. The myth is Greek. That's it. Greek mythology. I remember, like, before I knew... I don't know, I remember just growing up and having a vague notion of Atlantis. The idea of, like... I'd probably seen it in cartoons... And Possibly, stuff yeah. like that, That's which it, yeah. I kind of liked. That Same. I liked growing up with like just knowledge that there was this notion of a city that sunk and sort of thing. But the cool now, I've read more into it, and like I've, I've, I know the story and whatnot. And there's loads of interest in the premise is that Atlantis was a civilization that existed before the ancient Greeks, mm-hmm. and it's also where the gods lived on Earth with with humans. Um, so ones that were done, like, ah, fuck it, sink it to the ground. Well, it was like Poseidon's, he was like the king of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting question. Go on. If Atlantis is real, mm-hmm. if, what do you think the people would look like? Fish? Or would they still look like human? No, I think they're humans, but but then... Not like, obviously, I wouldn't say like full-on fish, because it was a city that was above, but maybe... Evolution over the years has given them guilt. Well, it's you know it's, I mean? it's weird you bring it up. Like surrounding Atlantis and like other myths, because the idea with Atlantis is that it, they were like an advanced civilization. They had like better technology. They were like he describes it as a perfect civilization. The re- <laughs> right the reason Atlantis gets bought up is because. There's a guy, there were two ancient Greek dudes, one of them was called Socrates and the other one was called Plato. And Socrates was a philosopher, a famous one, a dude that questioned the nature of reality. And he taught Plato. Mm -hmm. And... Okay. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to remember the details because it's a little complicated. (laughs) So Plato wrote a book called Republic okay, and that is Plato describing what his perfect civilization would look like across all boards politics morals health hygiene like all of it and he describes what like the ideal civilization is then he wrote another book called Timaeus which is like a creation it starts at the beginning and it's time and it's him describing like the bible kind of they call it like a cosmology okay i suppose um and i'm gonna fuck this up i can't remember if it's in time or not but (laughs) plato wrote a book where where is it bitch socrates he writes about socrates having a conversation with three of his peers 
three other philosophers. Okay. So Plato's writing a book about Socrates. About Socrates speaking with other three philosophers. Three other philosophers. Yeah. And they're talking about Plato's idea of a perfect state, republic. Mm-hmm. And the three philosophers are talking about whether such a place could ever exist. The perfect state. And one of them... Heaven. Well, one of them was called Solon, and he speaks of, he's like, yeah, I know of such a place. The ancient Egyptians told me about it, and he talks about, I've definitely, like, fucked the details of this up, but the the, the spirit of it is definitely correct in there. Solon went to Egypt and spoke to Egyptian priests, and they told him about Atlantis. That's okay. that's the fucking... Plato wrote a book about Socrates having a conversation with three other philosophers and he learned about the story of Solon going to Egypt. That's the story. Okay, right. <laughs> and it was these ancient Egyptian priests that told him that Atlantis was an advanced civilization that got to a point where evil corrupted their society and then the gods sank the city. Okay. Everything else Plato ever wrote was like factual. He wasn't like Aesop writing fables. He wrote like everything he wrote, Republic, you know, that's about like a real situation. Mm-hmm. It, he doesn't write fantasy. So he he wrote everything before that and after that as factual reality. But then everyone looks at this story and it's sort of like... Uh, that doesn't seem factual. Well, there's just no evidence of Atlantis, so to speak. There's no evidence. Although, yeah, but like we haven't been to the fucking Bahamas. Well, the there's, big, the well, big actually, kind of we have the big thing that everyone kind of points to. I mean, I, this is like all over Joe Rogan, Graham Hancock, and there's like other people that I've seen really recently on Joe Rogan talking about this, but Africa. Like, if you look at a world map that has all the color, you know, like, a photorealistic map that has, like, the color on it, mm-hmm. actual, like, real, realistic color, if you just look at Africa, it's just like, the Sahara Desert is just, like, a big strip of, like, it looks like it's been, like, nuked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, the bottom of Africa's green, and, like, Europe's green, and then there's just this strip of, like, Wait, it's wait, it's desert, but like wasteland. And I think ages ago, it was green. It was like a jungle, the Sahara Desert. Mm-hmm. And then in Plato's account, I think Solon describes Atlantis afterwards as having reeds because of the water that used to be there. And there's this huge structure in the Sahara Desert called the Rikatak structure or the Eye of the Sahara. And it's like all these circles uh, that are in like formation. And the kind of common premise these days that makes most sense is that that is what Atlantis was. And sea levels have dropped or risen. <laughs> I'm just trying to think which one would make sense. Basically, they it used would, to be like they a would green... have risen because of um, global energy. warming. Yeah. yeah, but this was the I. This is proposed to have happened twelve thousand years ago. Okay, so yeah, they yeah. That was the last. Uh, that was when we came out of the ice age, and there's a load of like asteroids that hit the planet mm-hmm. around that time too. That line up with like. That happened because that would like make the Sahara, you know what I mean? Like, there's a cataclysmic event, sea levels rise, asteroids hit the earth, completely wipes out that civilization, mm-hmm. and then make somebody and then, survives, or some and then it kind of survives. I guess I, the prevailing theory, theory then would be this kind of ties into the idea that the Sphinx is way older than we currently think it is. Um, and the reason for that, and it makes so much sense. I only heard them say it the other day and I saw a photo of it and I was like, that is correct information. So the head on the Sphinx is not the original head. I didn't know that. It's, 
Oh, it's a human. Why. It's a human right now. It's a human right now. The head is. It's like a human face. Didn't it used to be a sort of like a cat? Well, close dog. A dog. They yeah, call yeah, it yeah. the Anibus. Yeah, Anibus. Yeah, the, and it, it was like huge. Yeah, the um, fucking king of death. Or yeah, they're, they're the dogs that yeah. sit at the <laughs> gates of death. Um, but when you look at like a picture of the Sphinx side on, and you look at its paws and like its body, the head is so small compared to yeah, like its body. Like it's you can supposed to be, and you can dog. you can actually see where like the rock is different. Because uh, why did they change it? Did they say? Well, that is kind Who of changed it. These are all exactly. these are all questions, and these are all questions. Yes, I know. They well, are. these are all like valid <laughs> questions that we need answers <laughs> yeah. to. Um, and there's erosion on the side of the Sphinx that can only happen from water, because like there's different types of erosion. How rock uh, degenerates over time. Mm-hmm. And you can tell there's wind erosion being battered by wind all the time. There's like water erosion, and there's si- there's like de- definite signs of water erosion on the side of the Sphinx, and it hasn't rained in Egypt since like exactly the time when this fucking water rising comet situation seems to happen. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, it's like huge, it's big picture stuff, but it's like the idea is that there was, we are taught that the earliest advanced civilization to have like writing and farming and like all the facets of society that we currently have were like the Sumerians and that was like 6,000 years ago, tops, like maximum oldest pyramids and oldest stuff in Egypt, they all date at like five, six thousand years ago. Tops. Like no one, no historians and no anyone in the history game is willing to go any further back than 6,000 BC for society that looks like us. The proposed idea is before that, human beings were just hunter-gatherers going around in packs, eating berries and stabbing each other wildebeest and bison and shit like that and eating them there it's interesting that you say that about the the earth because i recently went to watch a film with my mum called like 65 was it is it 65 i'm not sure i've not watched a film in a long time where um it's so it's so weird because you don't you don't see what like planet they're on. You don't realize what planet they're on mm. till the end. Oh, no, okay. I wouldn't say till the. I wouldn't say to the end till like. Hang on. I would say more like eighty percent into the film. Then you're like, oh shit. It wasn't Earth all along, was it? Yeah. Oh, for God's sakes, man! <laughs> you can't do it. That's Planet of the Apes. That was like fucking what sixty years ago. What do you mean that's Planet of the Apes? Well, that's the classic ending to Planet of the Apes. The whole film is set on this mysterious Planet of the Apes and then you get to the end of the film and he walks around this corner and the fucking Statue of Liberty is sticking out the beach and he's like, No! <laughs> they blew it up! And it was Earth all along. What do you mean? I don't... It was Earth all along from... <coughs> that's the classic, like, film ending trope. I, I thought it was Earth all along anyway. What do you mean? No, Planet of the Apes starts and they're going off into space on a deep space mission. And right, then, okay. <laughs> and then this, something, sa- this already sounds like the film that I'll, I'm talking about. And then right. something goes wrong and they have to crash land on this planet and they get there and everyone's an ape. But it turns out that it was Earth all along. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. That's that like, is exactly... The, like, it's not... It's not the exactly ten first ten minutes because what happens is it, you, they try to make you think of this character as very wholesome. He has a daughter who has a very uncurable disease, and he needs to go out there and work and to provide for his family so his daughter can have a, a better life, right? Mm-hmm. 
So they they make they make you really get into that character, that one father character that it has. They've done some building. They yeah, they've hundred percent done some building there, and then it, then it's a space mission for like twenty twenty minutes, and he's care he's not carrying like goods or anything like that. He's carrying passengers mm. from one planet to another. But they have to do it through cryo sleep. Right? This is that is what happens. Do you know what I mean? And then they just what happens is they fucking he's <laughs> he fucking gets on something happens um, as he's sleeping and he gets out of fucking sleep and he's going for a meteor meteorite fucking um, storm that has happened while he's sleeping. All of a sudden, he has to crash land on this fucking planet. Are you sure you didn't watch Planet oh, of the Apes? That, I went to the film. I went to the cinema to watch this. This was like... When was this? Three, four weeks ago. You go with your mum? I went with my mum, yeah. And it, the film was called like... It had... Um, the guy... The main character was... Charleston Heston. Who the fuck is that? The main actor in Planet of the Apes. No, no. <laughs> The guy who plays, oh, what's his name? In the um, Star Wars films, in the new ones, the new trilogy, with Ray and... John Bodega. No, 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 the bad guy. Who's the bad guy? Adam Diver. Ka- yeah, yeah, but uh, Kylo Ren, yeah. Uh, Adam, Adam Diver, yeah. He, 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 he was the main character in this film. Oh, cool. And uh, so that, obviously, that's why it's recent. And uh, <laughs> it's just so funny that you tell me that, and it's just literally the start. But it's nothing to do with if with apes. What happens is, this is the ducks. No, <laughs> this is before the meteorite hit Earth. So they crash land on this ship, right? On this ship, on this planet. Ten of them die mm-hmm. in crash landing because they're in cryo sleep and it just fucking tore the ship apart in half and then they just have to survive in this planet and it's like telling them that the fucking meteorite that happened 65 million years ago mm. that killed all the dinosaurs is about to hit and you're just like you don't realize that to the end of you, but you're like so all i've watched it's all I've seen is a film about how the meteorite hit the planet and how it could be that why we're here. That's like that film. Um, I've not actually seen it, but I think it's got Robert Patterson in. And I'm pretty sure the whole film happens and it's unrelated. But then the film, it just happens that the film ends and he's in the World Trade Center on September 11th, 2001. And it like just zooms out and he's just on the top floor of the World Trade Center and then it ends before like you know what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a crazy way to end a film. (laughs) It is crazy. After the whole film, like a whole load of stuff happens unrelated and then it's like, little did he know, it it was (laughs) 9-11. Not the time. Not the time. It's fucking... It, the way that some... It's a bait and switch. Yeah. That's it's like, it oh shit, this seems interesting. Because at first, I thought... It said it was a time-travelling film. I'm like, no, it isn't. <laughs> mm. you, the only time-travelling that they're doing is going from one planet to another... On a on a ship that you're on cryosleep, but then you learn. But you learn that that's not what the film is about at all. I do like that's kind of cool how they. Um... I was so intrigued at first. Dinosaurs, time traveling. Oh, oh amazing! Yeah. I, I, you remember on. that? We spoke about this. We spoke about this. I think uh, I think it was on a podcast. But yeah, you told me you were going to see a film that involved dinosaurs and time traveling, and it made me. Yeah, we, this was on a podcast. And it was fucking shit. <laughs> So bad. I knew it. <laughs> but that is, I do so like bad. that narrative device of like, if you're doing like a space film or a fan, anything like fantasy, you're trying to get the audience to come with you somewhere foreign and alien and scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and then to like pull it all away and be like, no. <laughs> Got you. It's bitch. that place, like, like fuck off. Because all you're really playing with there is like removing yourself from feeling like you're at home. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, you know what I mean? And that that I guess that's why they teach you in like the army and like martial arts and stuff like that to like be focused and but calm at all times. Like basically just be all right wherever. Never like let. Because that's how those films work and they're so powerful. You're like at the end, like, oh my god, I didn't expect that. Oh, you know what I mean? Well, it, it's not that I wasn't expecting it. It's more like, I think I'm more accustomed because of the way that I like to watch Marvel films, DC films, anything to do with it like... It you up. Superhero. No, no, no. It's <laughs> continuity. Like, I know that that is the end of that film. That There's not going to be a second or 65 two. You know what I mean? Like, there isn't. That is, that's it. So I'm so accustomed to a movie ending and me having having to think about like, oh, what could happen next? I can't with this film at all. Done deal. That's a done deal. That's done. That's okay. Oh shit. Although yeah. I wouldn't, like, even if it was in a different planet, and those, that's all that that happened, I would have still been like, well. That's it. That's the end of the film. I'm done. Don't underestimate Hollywood's ability to crank out, squeeze unnecessary sequels out of a franchise. Because <laughs> you know what I mean? They're very good at doing that. <laughs> it, 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 I, I understand. I, I can swear see they're, where... They're doing that with like um, the, the Cloverfield films. That was Cloverfield. You don't really watch horror films, so you probably don't know about this. I do know about Cloverfield. Cloverfield, the it first was, one came out in like 2007. And it was a found footage film about alien monsters invading New York City. That's what it was. Yeah. Then, you, never saw, you never saw the monster. Well, you saw like... Glimpses. Yeah. Then... Jump scare heavy film, definitely. Then they just didn't do anything with it for like 10 years. And there was like all this hype about a sequel and like everyone wanted a sequel and you, where you get to see the monsters. And like, so I remember like on the internet back in the day, there was so much hype about it. Then they made that film Cloverfield Lane with John Goodman. Yeah. And I've not seen it, but my understanding is that it's very loosely attached to the first Cloverfield film, but it's not like, I just hate the, the whole, f the way that they've put the film, like I know that the film itself is so unique because no other film follows them in the way of like, it's having a camera attached to your fucking, it's like, it's like having a body cam attached to yourself because that's how you're looking through That's it. how the first one shot, but then the second one is like an actual film. That's what I'm saying. That they like completely bait and switch the whole thing. What? The second one is like this completely different thing. It like loosely ties into the lore and narrative of the first film. But it's shot as but a normal a, film. Yeah, it's about a family trapped inside a house, I, th I think. And then they made a third film, Martin, that's in space. Paradox. Paradox. Yeah, the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. And I think that goes even further away from like the original concept. They've really like expanded that and now universe. And they made a series as well. Crazy. And then they made a Saw film recently yeah. with Chris Rock as the lead, but it had it wasn't called Saw or Jigsaw. It didn't have any like connection. It was called something weird, like it was like the name of Creekwood Cove or like some sort of murder mystery like name. I can't remember what it was called. But it's like part of the Saw universe. Mm -hmm. I saw that I saw that first one. I remember the first one and it being I was like, this is so fucking boring. I hate having it like that because what you don't get to see the monster. What so I'm watching a film so I don't get to see <clears throat> what's taking over, what alien it is, or whatever it is. Well, you know what I mean? Those films, Martin, we spoke about this before. Um possibly not on a podcast, but back when we used to watch films, like a horror film's number one. What is horror? All horror is is unknown. Whoa. Break it down to a, like an animal survival level. There are threats. There are things you are okay with and you know are not going to hurt you. And then there are things that you don't know what they are. There are things that can hurt you and you stay away from them. Yeah. But so you're not going to be scared of something that's like 
you know that can hurt you if you put yourself in that situation. The knife sits in the drawer. You know the knife can hurt you, but you're not scared of it because you know it yeah. and you know how it works. But what really instills fear in people is not knowing how something works, not knowing why it's there. That's why. That, that, that's exactly why I don't watch the scary film. But it's, it's and it's also the fact that like if I go to sleep, regardless of whether I know that that doesn't exist, that is never going to happen. That's not how your mind plays when you're asleep. You can't control. That's in <laughs> well, I don't know. There's, um, how it affects you, your dreams. That's fucks me up every time. Yeah, I'd spend my time practicing, uh, reading loads of techniques of how people have learned to control their dreams over the millennia that we've been a species. Um, but those films rely on not showing their monster because then it's out in the open and it's not scary anymore. <clears throat> it bores me. It bores me. Because it's like, I'm not, I know that their team or production team has just not made the monster. And it's just like, oh, look away just now. Run away now. Oh, somebody's dying. Oh, you see somebody get eaten or dragged away. You're just sort of like, <clears throat> right, okay. Have, have you seen so, Signs? Signs? Yeah. No. It's a film that came out in like the early 2000s. Um, and it's about, it's about aliens. It's about M. Night Shyamalan. It's one of his first. I think it's the oh really yeah. signs yeah it's like the film that like got him got him big he wrote that and Stuart Little <laughs> wow. um, I've not seen Stuart Little you've not seen Stuart Little no I've not seen it in years but it was a banger. you know that I've never I've was, never been one of them guys that oh that just watches like children films like oh yeah but I watched, Home Alone I watched it when I was a kid <laughs> yeah no 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 I understand like but like even as a kid I'd never I've never, never thought as a kid of watching that. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It was more that it was just put in front of me. I don't think... You know what I mean? <clears throat> May, yeah, maybe. My, I was always a kid that wanted to play games. So I think my mum just put games in front of me instead and let me do it. And I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. But in Signs, there's a famous uh, scene and it's it's a news reporter talking about how there's been weird sightings of aliens. And um, it's a shot of, like, some people outside having a party and there's, like, an alleyway in the background of the shot. Mm -hmm. And very quickly, <clears throat> this thing moves, walks across the alleyway in the background of the shot. And it's renowned as being, like, quite a good... It's kind of a jump scare, but it's not. It, it's kind of, it looks at you. The thing looks at you when it walks past too, which I would actually probably argue that that is one of the defining facts of what makes it scary. Because if it was just a blur walking past, that's too unknown. But the fact that it like walks and turns and looks. Makes but like, is the shot, are you able to see it, the full body, everything? Or is it just like it's somewhere in between? You know what I mean? It's he's that's why it's really good because he's played it just just enough, just right to like what the fuck am I? Yeah, at? and that's why that scene really works, and that's why. I, yeah, but that, is that it? Is that all that happens in that I've scene? I've not. Oh, I saw signs a long time ago, um, and I can't actually remember what the conclusion of the film is. Um, they the aliens are scared of water in that film. Wow. And here, I know that the family end up protecting themselves by filling glasses of water. Have you seen, have you seen Nope? Nope. But I've heard fantastic things about it and that I should 100% see it from a lot of different people. Yeah. Um, that, that. I know that it plays with the idea, kind of what we're talking about, like threats in the yeah. sky. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. Things, yeah. But you, you get to see it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, I say that is one of the films that if you're going to watch any film next, I think you should be going for that. It's been, because it, it's, what, it's one, Jordan. It was, I was literally like, 
amazed because it's it Jordan Peele horror, but it's like I you know that I I don't like horror. There's no horror in that shit. It says it's horror, but it's it's only because, like you said, it's the unknown. People don't understand it. There's different different things scare different people. Yeah, I'm never ever again going to be scared by like a film like. When I was younger, I used to be very scared of like The Ring, The Grudge, Paranormal Activity, um, <clears throat> all of that scared me a lot. But I very quickly learned those weird Japanese little girls, demonic little girls, and stuff like that. All of that's just based in like old folklore, yeah, old myths and legends and stuff like that. So I, I, I kind of familiarize myself with like narrative and storytelling over the over the centuries and you kind of learn that all these stories are just folded over versions of something older you know what i mean yeah, older and then older and older. yeah so it kind of lost all of its like so what has become scary for me now is actually quite there's a not much that doesn't settle me these days i the Without getting too close to last week's podcast, uh, no, to the to our story of the forest and the clearing, <laughs> but the thing that really scares me, I suppose that I've, I spend a quite a bit of time reading about, actually, is like human agency, human free will. Why do humans do the things that they do? Where do thoughts come from? What it takes people's wants to do things uh emotion yeah 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 for sure human emotion um because if we didn't have emotion we everything that we would be doing would be so logical it'll be like we are getting wood because we're building a fire and shelter and this we are getting stone for this you know what i mean like we would be basically just robots designed to do one thing at a time and then if possible work as a team mm. in doing things that we can't do on our own i was reading a story on reddit just like a random ask reddit not too long ago and i think the question that was being asked was what is the most unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you serious replies only and one what, of the what would be Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll answer I'll I'll answer that. I know okay. what you're going to ask me, but I'll answer that after I'll say this one first. And this one like some things I read on the internet stay with me sometimes, and this one stayed with me because it's kind of like half scary, half funny. And this guy <laughs> said that he um <clears throat> he's had these experiences in his life before where he's had an an amazing urge out of nowhere to start doing something. And he doesn't know quite Why? where that impulse comes from. And he said one time it led... He said it's similar to the feeling that you get. It's like an excitement that no, you... No, I get I get exactly where it's coming. That you it, know something... It happens to me all the time. ...good is like... He, he, he specifically stated as well in the post that it... There is something like where it's like very similar to like a sexual feeling. Like it's the feeling like a girl's coming over. Like it's like that nervous excitement. Mm. Very difficult to explain. So he said that one time he had this, he had an urge to just get in his car and start driving. Yeah. 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 I, I understand. I like sometimes that's why I like go like if I sometimes I'm like, I just want to go see a film by myself. Like, I get an urge, and I'm like, fuck it, let's just go. Well, let's see if this urge has ever led you to where this man went to, because uh, he just kept following. Okay, they, this is this is scary and funny. That's what said, I'm, yeah, so yeah, yeah, for sure. I still haven't heard the scary bit. So, so he, he follows this urge, and it takes him quite a way out mm -hmm. into, like, this, like, national park sort of area, like a wooded sort of area. Yeah. And he, he, he says this, it was ever such a strong sense of, like, knowing exactly where to go. Mm -hmm. And he followed his impulse, and he was he said he was, like, getting into, like, going off the beaten path of, like, where the trails were. And, like, he it was getting muddy yeah, and, like, a bit waterlogged. 
and he walked and he walked and he walked and he started to get like a panicking sort of sensation like what am I doing like I need to go back to my car what am I doing yeah, yeah that starts to build up inside of him and he starts to kind of get this sense that he's nearing the thing that like he's come here for <laughs> and he walks until he reaches just in the middle of this waterlogged field there's just a huge box, a cardboard box on the floor. And inside the box is just a huge stack of old, peeling, lesbian porn magazines. <laughs> right, okay. And then he said that the whole feeling just disappeared. And he got this like weird sense of like, what, what? Why am I here? Like, it was almost like he like woke up. Or, like, kind of, like, came to his, like... Senses. Yeah, just like, oh, what am I doing? Like... Yeah. It was like the whole time he'd been in, like, a trance or, like... And he said he just went home and that was, like, the weirdest thing. I mean, that... That sounds, like, in my head, it's just, like... One of his... I always think of like different dimensions. One of his like uh, alternate self, he was doing that at the same time. Mm. That was the urge that he was doing. But in that dimension, in that place where he was, there was something else that like... It was like a bleed or crossover. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, the guy was like, oh, fuck it. I just followed my my gut. Probably the he's sensing his other self because he's... Other self knows exactly where he's going and what he's doing. Followed that sense and it sort of like led him to that, which that's fucking weird. How but, weird is that? Like, yeah. because that's what maybe that's, that's why weird. that's why it stuck with me because it. I believe it. Like the way it was written, and it's so ludicrous. Mm. And he said, "I even felt like a fucking idiot." Like he said, as the minute that he saw what was in the box, the whole like vibe. He'd been, like, so driven. He knew where he was going. And then the moment that, like, the big finale was over and he knew what was in the box... he the feeling went away. Yeah, he was like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. he was like... Emotion. That's that's what I mean. Like, it's so followed by, like... But then that's so weird. Like, that, to me... So then I would tie that in... I say I read a lot about this sort of stuff. There's so many stories of people hiking and having this weird impulse like hiking in areas that they hike all the time mm -hmm. and they know where like the paths are and like the the trails and where the safe places are to go but something tells them to they have this like nagging way. feeling to like go off the path and you know i've read some stories that what most of them are in like ask credit threads and stuff and most of the, so many of them are just like obvious like creepy pastors and like just made up for dramatic effect mm -hmm. but some of them do stay with me and there's like all of them just come from this impulse of like wanting to do you ever just go over there you know why i tell you that i know exactly what feeling you're talking about where have you been <laughs> no 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 it's not that where i've been it's because that's how i feel about any situ any situation that i'm going where there's a lot of people that I've never met. I get that feeling where it's like I've been I've been to to the you know I've been to to the bars. Yeah. I've been to 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 your house. I've been to like Jack's house. Whatever. Like I know the city pretty well. Yeah, yeah. But there's always there's always something like on Monday when we went for a couple of drinks. Mm. That exactly that day. I had that it was it was no it was Tuesday that we went out not Monday sorry um on that on Tuesday I had that nagging feeling mm. I was like I need I need to go out I need to do something like I'm I, I it's just I, I need to do it so I messaged you guys obviously I had my uh, dentist appointment and as I was as I was heading into town to see you guys I don't know why something always happens on the way to seeing you guys. There was a woman, right? Mm. 
as I was walking, I was I had my headphones on, and <laughs> as I was walking, I kept seeing her. She she was quite further in front of me, like quite quite a few feet apart, basically, right? Mm. And she just kept going for walking forward really fast, and then looking back, and then doing this. But you? No, 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 no. Mm. I, I, so let's say I'm walking in a straight line, right? Mm. She's like right in front of me. She, if, if her arm, this one, if that was her arm, she would like point in the other way. She's okay. Pointing that way, but like coming back a few steps and then walking really fast. She was just talking to herself. I have no idea who she was talking to, and she did that because I, I went to to the bus stop and I think I saw somebody there that I knew and I was just talking to them and as I was talking to them she kept doing it like all the way from where I first seen her all the way down to uh, Tesco right mm. you know the big Tesco yeah yeah and I was like <clears throat> what is this woman just just completely and utterly talking to to herself for, for no apparent reason but that urge of me like going out every time that I feel like I want to go out Something weird just happens, either on the journey there or on the journey back. Mm. And I can, un- I, I just, I know what that fe- feeling's like. Like, have you, this is why I wanted to ask you, like, what, that, where do you see us? Like, where, that what has f- happened? That feeling is interesting to me. Um... Yeah, me and my sister have, like, a weird experience. Like, we, uh, we used to go to, my grandparents in Denmark. Yeah. My grandma's. Um, and they had a summer house like out in the countryside. And Denmark in general is like happiest country in the world, you know, low crime rate. Like it's it's very chilled out. And when you go out into the countryside it just gets more chilled out. People like leave their doors open. Kids are like just running around. There's playgrounds everywhere. It's cool. Um and I would get, like, way more freedom over there than I would over here. Over here yeah. As long as I was back by the time the sun was down, I could go to Sweden. Really? Okay. Yeah, legit. Like, she, like, I had a bike. Like, I could go, like, wherever I wanted. Um. So a lot of the time, <laughs> that feeling, I was running on that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where I am. Oh, fuck it. Just go anywhere. Yeah, so it's very, like, you don't have any, like, reference points for, like, as you say, we know this city really well. I know what's going on around me for, like, a 25-mile radius right now, pretty much. Um, Whereas back then, I kind of miss it. Like, I, I need at some point to immerse myself in a completely foreign culture because it's, like, incredible because you, like, you you're not thinking about what's over there. Well, you are. You don't know what's over there. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're, it's not. It's like a, in a game when you've not unlocked and the map yet. Yeah. You literally, like, have no reference point for anything. So we'd just go on these, like, journeys, like, could be, like, 10, 20 miles out, like, just through forests. On your bike? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, like, out there. And I'm, there's this one time we... We talk about it all the time because, like, we remember it really vividly. But um, I've even I've mapped it out. I found out where it was. I know where it is now. Like, if we were there, I could take you there. But for some reason, one day we decided to leave our bikes. There was like this little bridge, and there was a river. Yeah. And we decided to leave our bikes on the bridge, and like climb down the riverside. Okay. Just like, why not? Yeah, yeah. You're here, you're clear, it's fine. And I remember seeing like... Sometimes you like saw a dead body or some shit. Nah, it ain't even like that. It's not like a specifically scary thing. It's just weird. So we'd climb like down this riverbank. And then we'd climb like... We'd climb down. We'd like head down the river a bit. And then eventually we come to a point where we decide to climb up the embankment and over the fence, whatever was up over this, like... Fence. Fence. Yeah. 
So we get up there and we climb over and we're just like in a field. Have you left your bikes? Yeah, point? yeah. That's a demo. Like, it's demo. Like, I'm not joking. Yeah, cool. It's yeah. like, it's chill. <laughs> um, and we're not that far away from grandma's. That's what I'm saying. I can take you to where this is. I know, like, but as a kid, we... I'd, it might be different now. It might, yeah. I know the bridge is still there. I don't know if this field or what they're doing with this field now. But we find ourselves in this field. Now, to my, like, and Louisa, when we talk about this, to my mind, it was like daylight mm. or like you still think it was daylight because you've gone 20 miles out and you think it's still daylight no I'm saying sometimes we go like 10 20 miles out I remember one time we were really far away and Louisa we got into an argument and Louisa was like right I'm leaving and I laughed because of how far away we were and the idea that she was like eight years old and was she was like right I'm off I was like, look, what the fuck are you talking about? Where are you going? Like, <laughs> what do you mean, where are you going? She's going back. You're just going forward. No, 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 because she was like implying, like, we'd had an argument, and she was like, I'm leaving the situation. She wasn't like, I'm going home. Oh, okay. Like, we didn't really know how to get, you know, like, 10 yeah. miles, a long way away. That, that day, we went really far out. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, it's just. This is really close. Okay. To where my grandma lives. So we climb over the fence, we get into this field, and it's just a field, man. Like, there's not really, like, the grass is, like, at top's knee length. Like, it's kind of like a long, unkept sort of field. Mm -hmm. And we just start walking. We just start walking to the right. We climb over the gate and start walking to the right. And we get all... (laughs) It's odd. But all I can tell you is I remember that, what I've just told you there climbing over the gate, walking to the right. Then I just remember, like, this moment where we reach, like, a wall, like a, a forest mm-hmm. with a, another... It was, like, a corner of a field, and there's, like, wooden fencing... All around. Yeah. So we have to turn around. And when we turn around... <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> but there were, like hundreds of snails and slugs. Right? And the Was mo- it raining? Nah, the moon was shining. Like, it was so bright. But I thought you had to be back before the sun was down. There's so, many, there's so much that's odd about this situation. I think you may have, like, you may have misinterpreted it. Or you... Well, all I remember is being somewhat... Sh- there was a sense of, like, shock... Because how how do you walk up a field and not see like the slug? This yeah yeah all the all the snail like you would you would see it you would see it. Me and uh, we had this because they, they 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 move very slow. This <laughs> happened, and then me and Louise didn't talk about it for ages. Could you not? And then just jump over the fence on. Because you kept along the fence, or did you... It became thicker. The tree line became thicker. With the bit where we climbed over, because it was like a riverbank, it was just like a gap. Okay. You know what I mean? And then it became like thick tree line again. Um, But yeah, there was something shocking about the turning around moment. I don't know if it was the amount of slugs or the way that the moonlight was reflecting off of them. Like the the glistening... What did you What did you guys do? Just walk? I think Louisa was like really panicked. Yeah, I bet she would be. She was like really scared and didn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think I just walked. Baby, baby snakes, mate. <laughs> yeah, I think we walked back. But that's one of those situations where for a, for a multitude of factors, not quite knowing where we were, mm-hmm. being in a foreign land, not having a grip, like not having to worry about time. But yeah, and it's also nighttime. Um Did you sneak out maybe? No, no, no. We um, left it, the sun had gone down as we we went out as the sun was going down. Well, we went out like for we'd just been out for hours and this was like the last thing we did before we went home. Oh, okay. So the sun it was like the morning when we this is like what the whole day would be. We'd like wake up, have breakfast, say hello to grandma, take the bikes, and then come back at like, it was fucking July, so like nine when the sun sets. Okay. Um, and 
if I ever had to like if I went to like a therapist's office or like had hypnotic dream regression and they wanted me to point to a a time that I could have been abducted by aliens or anything like that, that situation just there. When's the last time you've been there? To your grandma? Uh to that summer house within the past I've seen I've been across the bridge within the past five years. Within okay. But I've just never gone to that field. Is it I've gone on Google Maps and found the field. Is it as big as you imagined it to be when you first went? Or what did it seem a bit smaller just because you're a bit bigger now? Possibly shit seemed bigger. I was gonna say when I was initially climbing over the bridge and we started climbing the- 